episode number two. Sun number 175 by Johnny London, Alto Wizard. A-side, driving slow. B-side, flat tire. Recorded March 8th, 1952. Released April is the very, very first Sun record, making Johnny London the very, very first Sun artist. And if you're to believe anything you read on the internet about him, supposedly he's still alive. He would be 85 years old now. And, well, I haven't seen anything on his death, so I'm assuming he's still alive. He's um, considering all the rest of the Sun artists that are uh, have passed especially most of the black artists. The only other black artist I know of that's still living is Billy the Kid Emerson, who's in his 90s. All right, this is the second uh, episode of this podcast that I'm trying to put out on the history of Sun Records, and I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm not... Well, I'll put it this way. I wasn't around in the 50s, okay? I was born the year that, well, Patsy Cline crashed her plane, or the plane crashed, I should say, two weeks before I was born, all right? I was about seven or eight months old. Uh, my mom was giving me my bottle. She was sitting watching the Mike Douglas show when the news came on that John F. Kennedy had been assassinated, all right? So, you know, I you know, went to school during the 70s, you know, had my Saturday morning cartoons, ate Fruit Loops and Honeycombs and cut off the Archie cardboard records off the back of the cereal boxes. Elvis died before my freshman year of high school. And during my senior year was when John Lennon died. So that should put it in the perspective of what I am and what I'm coming from. Not a millennial, all right? You know, these podcasts, a majority of them are done by millennials or at least people that were born way after whatever happened. And they have that same la, 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 yay, you know, attitude. And it's like, what? Come on. And... Of course, they get a lot of information wrong, but do they care? No, they don't even know what they're talking about in the first place. At least that's my opinion. All right, you know, if I'm going to step on a few toes, I'm going to step on a few toes. But we should get back to the subject at hand. All right, we're talking about the very first Sun record. Only pressed as a 78 RPM, mind you, but it is the first Sun record. And... Johnny London, uh, let me give you a little bit of background information about Johnny London. Okay, let's go over um, what information that I could get. Uh, Johnny London was born in Memphis on July 18, 1936, and attended Melrose High School. Uh, he became interested in music in the seventh grade. Uh, he was too small for sports, and so he decided he would join the orchestra or the band. 
And he was playing primarily jazz music. He liked Charlie Parker. He liked the Count Basie Orchestra. He liked Duke Ellington, uh, you know, Miles Davis, all that jazz stuff. Uh, wasn't really too much interested in rhythm and blues. But his band director at high school said, hey, if you're going to make money, people can't dance to Charlie Parker's music. You're going to have to play something that people are going to be able to dance to. So that's when he decided that he should start playing rhythm and blues. And they saw that the studio was uh, around. They went in, and Sam Phillips thought that he could use them to uh, do some demos and things. And so they had the session on March 1st, 1952, and uh, did the version of Drive and Slow that I just played for you. Now, it's kind of a strange instrumental. He's playing an alto sax, not a tenor sax. And of course, tenor saxes are the ones that have more the power of the, uh, you know, the honking sax sound. Uh, the tenor sax, or I'm sorry, the alto sax is a little bit more mellow. Kind of reminds me of this record from 1945, uh, which was a big hit for the Johnny Otis band, Harlem Nocturne. say that particular piece was the inspiration for driving slow now if you flip the 78 over be very careful they're made of shellac very fragile they'll break if you flip it over you're going to hear a song that sounds like this it's called flat tire <laughs> Now, that was the kind of music that was selling to young black teenagers in 1952. And, of course, a lot of white teenagers bought it also, especially the kids that were listening to Alan Freed, the Moondog show up in uh, WJW in Cleveland. You know, we're digging the sounds. But the sound of this particular side, flat tire, doesn't really have the oomph. The, the, the strength, like, for instance, this record by Joe Houston that was recorded in 1951. Uh, just check this out all night long. Would you like to make your own podcast? Sure. Anchor is a free platform for podcast creation, and it's also beginner-friendly. It contains tools that allow users to record and edit audio, arrange it into podcast episodes, publish podcasts to listening platforms, and to even monetize content by collecting listener contributions or adding advertisements into episodes. And it's by Spotify, too, so you can listen to it on either Spotify or or one of the other podcast hosting sites. Anchor, 
is easy. And now, back to our program. Anyway, getting back to Johnny London, uh, he just did the one record. Uh, he formed a band called The Rockets that played gigs when he was still in high school. Then after he graduated, he decided that he didn't want to be a musician. He didn't uh, want to get into the drugs and the alcohol and the debauchery that goes with a lot of musicians and music in general. doesn't matter what style it is. Um, so he went to, went to college and eventually went to the University of Iowa studying computers. Yes, the computers uh, were just starting in the uh, mid to late 1950s, the industry of computers. And so he went to work in the computer industry and didn't do much playing after that. He did have a few bands that he played with on the weekends, but nothing spectacular. So I guess he's still living according to what I've read. I don't see anything on his death, as I mentioned before. So if he was still living, he'd be 85 years old. Johnny London. So uh, let's go over the rest of the musicians in the band and a little bit about the record itself. that you are hearing of both songs was recorded on March 8, 1952 and the record was released in April of 1952. Uh, according to the Dutch website 706 Union Sessions, uh, you've got a guy named Joe Hall on piano. Uh, Johnny London's handling the alto sax and says alto wizard on the label. A uh, guy named Charles Keel on the tenor saxophone, the guy that's doing the honking. And then Julius Drake on drums. There's no bass or guitar on this particular record that's probably why it sounds so thin because of the fact that there's no um, stringed instruments on this particular thing but it's the very first sun record to hit the streets very first one that was ever released very first sun record that anybody ever held in their hands mm -hmm. because 174 as i mentioned in the last episode got canceled and i will tell you right now number 176 which would have been by, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Bradford. Yeah, Walter Bradford and the Big City Four, which would have been a song called Dreamy or Dreary Nights, backed with nothing but the blues. There are no recordings of that song, and there's not that much information on the artist either. Mm -hmm. So uh, getting back to the Johnny London record, okay. <laughs> um. It was uh, pressed in Memphis, and it was sent to the uh, local DJs. Uh, Johnny himself, in an interview, remembered that it was actually a number one record. But uh, nobody, um, I don't think there's any charts that I've ever seen that give it as a number one record. It just, he was just saying it was probably so popular that he thought it was number one. But anyway, that's the record 
that started Sun Records, number 175. All right, folks, that's, uh, that's the second installment of the podcast. I'm doing these, trying to do them as quick as possible uh, so that I can get a few out there. Uh, if you've got any critiques or, you know, tell me what you like, what you don't like and whatnot, I'll uh, try to do some improvements. I know my, my sound isn't the greatest as far as my microphones and digital recorders and all that stuff goes. But uh, you can contact me in several ways. Uh, my name is Ed Pauly. I'm on Facebook, uh, P-A-U-L-I. Uh, if you're friends with Max Stevens, you can catch me from there, too, because I know Max's going to listen to a lot of these uh, podcasts himself, and he's got a collection of Sun Records. Just go on his YouTube channel of I Buy Old Records, and you'll see his many, many record trips that he's made within the past uh, few years, especially even last year with uh, COVID being rampant. He still went out there with his mask on and got what he could, but he's actually showing you his the 45s and 78s of sun records that he owns so that's a good uh, good site on youtube it's i buy old records max stevens max stevens is a rockabilly rockabilly performer in his own right and does some great stuff Mm -hmm. a lot of podcasts out there with information on music okay um and there's also a lot of websites i'm using the dutch oriented website 706 Union Avenue Sessions, which I guess if you go to 706unionavenue.nl for Netherlands, all right? And that's where I get some of my inspiration from. I'm not taking everything on there as fact, but at least it's nice to know where you can look up stuff because he's got information on here of all the releases on Sun, all of the recording sessions the records that did not come out on sun like the the ones that he leased to chess and rpm and trumpet and duke and all those particular labels and various different things that were recorded at sun that were never released on sun and there's a lot of unissued material i don't know sam phillips was i don't know if it was either frugal or cheap or something but there was if you go and find collections of sun recordings either blues or rockabilly or rock and roll or country or whatever there's more unissued stuff than issued and sometimes the issued takes aren't always the best ones or aren't always the lively ones so this is the end of the second episode 175 i'm not going to do 176 because as i mentioned to you it does not exist 177 came out Almost a year later, and I'll have to explain that to you in the next version of the podcast. Sun Records, Rockin' Ed Pauly. We'll see you later. 